This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. Mahomes has the time, delivers, perfectly downfield, touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. This one, Adams, touchdown! This time going deep for Beckham Jr. Hello and welcome along to Rotoviz Overtime. My name is Colin Kelly. You're listening on Rotoviz Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland, as well as my guest on today's show, who is going to be Ben Gretsch of CBS. You can follow him at Yards Per Gretsch. Obviously, Sean Siegel. Look at all his great work on Rotoviz.com. Speaking of Rotoviz.com, as we start off the show as a loyal podcast listener, you can always get yourself that 10% discount just by simply entering the code. 2020 rv radio at checkout you can also check out rotaviz.com forward slash podcast for further information gain access to all the the content and tools we talk about here on a regular basis on the show gain access to all of sean's great writing and much much more always like to let you know about that discount you can get as a loyal listener if you're listening to the series so far this is episode number three three shows deep in the ffpc main event draft that myself and ben and sean did this past week and we're looking to head on all the way to win that two hundred and fifty thousand dollar maximum grand prize on the show so far we have gone through on the first edition pick one through five then we've done pick six through nine now today we're going to jump in we're going to do pick 10 through 13 picking it up just after that ninth round selection it was around this time that i started to you know think about what quarterbacks we may start to target and that's where we're going to jump straight into the discussion so take it away column let's start talking qbs i think uh, it's probably a good time to start the conversation as well we might be around the way but the the quarterback discussion in terms of where we start to to look there um i was just preferences because yeah. because I, I know myself and sean are talked a bit about matthew stafford uh sean obviously in the scott fishbowl was very high on drew Brees, and then somebody who i always like in terms of playing indoors and putting up high passing numbers is matt ryan uh tom brady's probably in that mix as well is there any of those four guys uh ben for you that are are not not to draft <laughs> carson wentz was somebody i like too but he's just after going yeah ryan is my next my next highest ranked quarterback. I'm very high on him. I'm very high on Stafford as well. Uh, I guess I'm maybe a little bit lower on Breeze. There goes Damian Harris, which I was hoping we would be able to nab a little bit after this. So one thing I'm looking at with our receivers, Moore, Shark, Sutton, Boyd, Landry. Every single one of those guys has a later round quarterback. If we were, we're thinking of any kind of a, a stack, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to Burrow now that we are, we're on Boyd. Uh, you know, I, didn't really say that I liked Drew Locke, or I, I said that I didn't really like Drew Locke, but I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that. I, Gardner Minshew is one of my favorite late-round quarterbacks, and if we're already on Shark, uh, I think you, you're hoping that Gardner Minshew is good. I don't think any of us expects Mike Glennon would come in and be great for Shark's value. 
So I think there are some really interesting stack situations here as well with this receiver core that would push down the, ne the necessity for quarterback. And as Sean already said, if you're not getting a guy like Murray, you might already want to take two and you might already want to be considering matchups. So I don't like, I like Ryan and I like Stafford and I like Brady and Breeze, but I, I'm, as I'm looking at this roster, I'm thinking this could be one of those really late round quarterback type builds. That's also a little bit what I'm seeing here in terms of the guys that we do have in terms of those offenses. You have the chance that the Browns could, could take a step forward and Baker Mayfield would be interesting. You have that possibility that the Bengals will just, you know, really almost have that sort of Jameis Winston style season this year and say, look, you know, we're no, we know we're going to lose. There's no reason to try and hold Burrow back and manage the game. Let's go out there and play like he played in college. And even if that doesn't lead to wins this season, it'll put us in a great position to be ready in 2021, whereas playing conservatively won't. We know that that can lead to a lot of quarterback scoring. That same thing, I think, is the situation with the Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater, not an exciting quarterback, but the things they're saying about their offense and the things that even just, you know, what we believe about their individual pieces, you know, that could be something where, again, you're talking about a bad offense, but maybe a lot of fantasy points, you know, even with Bridgewater not being the, the big arm kind of guy. And then again, Minshew, the same type of thing. So if we wanted to take a couple of those guys late and play the matchups, that might be a way to squeeze more value out of this draft. No, yeah, we do so. need That's to interesting. Some running backs. Sorry. We, we definitely do. That's what I was thinking as well. And, uh, you know, if you are pushing it down, I, I wouldn't, I don't really advocate for stacking quarterbacks and uh, running backs too often. But with the situation where Kamara, a lot of his production is going to come through the air, Breeze is somebody who could be interesting there. I just see uh, the team in spot 10 has gone back to back with Wentz and Daniel Jones, which is probably not ideal for their strategy, but it might help us here a little bit. So, Talking through that? it, are, are, are we thinking about waiting a little bit further for quarterback than this pick and maybe look at some of the running back options here coming up in four picks time? That's what I'm thinking. One of the things that's not helping us is since we took Kirk, there have been about 12 picks or, or more, and not one of them has been a receiver. Uh, you, you mentioned the two quarterbacks, three tight ends have gone, but four, five, six, seven, eight, nine running backs have gone. Several of them are guys that we like. Lindsey, Tariq Cohen, Pollard, we talked a little bit about, Damian Harris, A.J. Dillon, Bryce Love, Chase Edmonds, Boston Scott. Uh, I know you guys aren't as high on Edmonds. I love Boston Scott. That's a guy that – and then Love and Harris and Dillon are all – I mean, this is – they're kind of devastating when we only have two running backs, and those are all guys that I want to look at. But I know yeah. Sean really likes on Johnson. He's, I think, well, a pretty that's what clear I was option here, right? I think if, it get, if he gets to there, Sean, what do you think? I think he's an automatic pick if he gets to us at this spot. Yeah, looking at him in round 10, it seems a little bit crazy, even though the buzz for Swift uh, <laughs> rising all of the time. Even if Swift has a big season, when we're looking at what they want to do, and, and one of the things that has pushed me back off of, of Stafford a little bit again is just them talking about how, you know, even though they were a very dynamic passing offense when Matthew Stafford was healthy last year, they're back to this idea of, oh, you know, we're going to be a running back oriented team. And so if that's the case, and if, and if Stafford does play well, you know, carry on Johnson, just that hybrid profile, maybe he loses receptions to Swift or maybe simply having a more efficient offense where they're throwing to the running back. Some allows them to stay on the field. They can pass to him as well. I, I love him in this area. I think there's understated upside for him being, you know, a, a top oh, four, thanks. five round back. If he went, my next two backs are are Hines and Mack, two different Colts. <laughs> and I don't well, like drafting Marlon Mack. I think we all put him as a, an avoid. I think you, no, Sean, the, 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 
the the team on the clock has five running backs. I'm um, hoping but that he they're has not going to take a sick there. He, he has sweat. Oh, I'm a little bit so unless he handcuffs. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little concerned. You might think that's a, a smart move. And then I have Daryl Henderson, DeAndre Washington, Darrington Evans are some some other backs I would consider here. If he were to go, I think we all like carry on here, right? But if he were to go, what are you guys thinking? Well, my next question for you guys would be, and, and Ben, based on the people you're naming, I'm getting a little bit of a sense. But one of the things, I, I don't like to buy the guys when the buzz is out of control, like it was for Keyshawn Vaughn yeah, you know, a couple of months ago. Now he's carry almost, on, carry on, mix it. Anyhow, I thought you were say wet. <laughs> nah. Uh, actually, it's funny. It's funny that uh, he's actually handcuffed. Uh, he's gone and taken Latavius Murray, um, who would be Alvin Kamara's handcuff. So we, we've dodged one there. I think we'll take the time on the clock, but uh, I think we're we're going for carry on. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And we'll we'll save the time on the clock just to give us extra time on the next pick around. But um, sorry, Sean, for interrupting. It was just to, to get the pick. No, I, and, and I like the guys that Ben mentioned as well. I really like the idea of getting Hines as the receiving back. Blair was able to get him in an FPC draft in the 16th round yesterday. And so I, I don't think that he's a, a consideration at this point. I think that DeAndre Washington already is in the mix as we wrap back around with, with the running backs who have gone. Uh, Darrington Evans, someone I would like to think is going to come back around to us. So those are those are kind of where I'm in, and I guess my question would be in terms of someone who is in that offense where if Ronald Jones does the kind of things that he has done for the bad in the past couple of seasons, you know, are is Vaughn a guy here now that he's at a much more palatable ADP than when he was going in the fifth sixth round? You know, is he someone to consider? Oh man, you're asking me to, to imagine bad things for Ronald Jones. It's uh, I think that this is probably where the ADP should have been. You know, around after the draft time, obviously the Keyshawn uh, Vaughn hype got got really out of control. Um, I just I just think that Ronald Ronald Jones is the one to to own in this uh, in this offense. Um, you know, moving forward, based on what we've heard of Vaughn so far this off season. Um, but if we're looking at who could get their way to that starting job, as we as we like to do, he definitely has a, a pretty good shot. If if anything does go wrong for Jones, you know, early in the season. Yeah, I agree with all of that. That Jones is obviously, you know, the, the preferred for me for as well. But you know, one of the things Sean has always said in his zero RB articles is, you know, we're, we're dealing with uncertainties here. Uh, a lot of things can happen. And you are up next. I'm I'm curious, Sean, if this was just your own draft, would Vaughn be your pick here, or would you go with DeAndre Washington? Well, I was going to throw it back to the quarterback question. I, I liked Column's point about Breeze and the fit with Kamara. I think you even get more floor in terms of going through the regular season and making sure that we make the playoffs, which, you know, in this main event, we obviously want to make that final four. We want to win our individual league in addition to winning the whole tournament. Uh, Ben, you had, you had expressed, I think a little bit of skepticism about him. Is he? Yeah. So part of the thesis with Kamara is they only scored 12 running back touchdowns last year. They were at 25, 25 and 24, the three prior years. Breeze touchdown rate, I believe was a career high last year. So part of the the thesis there for him over Cook is that Kamara winds up rushing some more touchdowns this year, which would not be good for Breeze necessarily. Now, obviously, they they could connect for many in the in the passing game, but part of my hope for Kamara is that he he winds up running for more touchdowns, and then I don't know that Breeze is really worth an eleventh round pick. But I so yeah, go ahead. 
Well, if the offense opens up, if Emmanuel Sanders brings another element to it, if the defense falls down a little bit and we have a little bit more firepower again from these NFC South teams, I guess I would just like to see the Saints score more total points. Is that something that we should be considering? It's so it's tw- it's 24 seconds to go. 24 seconds to go. Where are we going? Go, Colin, we can go for it. Colin, who do you like here? Breeze? Washington, I, I think I'd go. I think I'd go for Breeze. Let's do it. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Westland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. You can use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for target relief and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. From now through Labor Day, which is Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering all of our listeners a great offer. It's buy one, get one free on all TheraOne products, but you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. And as I mentioned, this is a fantastic offer. It is not something that TheraOne is likely to do again. It's buy one, get one free, theragun.com slash bluewire. With every day that passes, the NFL is getting closer and we're getting ready for Sunday. And Sunday means one thing. That's right, NFL Sunday Ticket. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite teams or favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv. Once again, promo code BLUEWIRE. At Rotoviz, we love titles. We love hardware. We love championships. We love winning. And we love it when you do it too. In 2020, one thing we want to win with you is the underdog fantasy. Best ball mania. $1 million best ball tournament. It's $200,000 to first place. It's only $25 to enter. It's a no-brainer. This is like the elite best ball title this year. So you got to go to underdogfantasy.com or download their great underdog fantasy app in the app store on your smartphone device and you're gonna make a deposit. You're gonna use code ROTOVIZ when you make that deposit. Then you're gonna go refer five friends and Underdog and ROTOVIZ will give you a free entry into the Best Ball Mania tournament. So it's, it's kind of like a two for one. You sign up, you put in 25 bucks, you enter the Best Ball Mania tournament, you get five buddies to play, you use code ROTOVIZ, you get a free entry. No brainer guys, let's chase that glory, 200 grand. If $25 is too pricey for you, They've got a $5 tournament called The Bubble, and you can win 20 grand in that bad boy. Their app is slick. You click on the player's name, you see the ownership, you see the latest news and notes. You can draft from that app with no problem. Man, they really knocked it out of the park with this product, and I can't wait for you to try it. So go to underdogfantasy.com today, make a deposit, and use code ROTOVIZ, and chase that glory. That wasn't necessarily something that I what it went for without having Kamara but I just think like Sean mentioned if we're trying to make sure we make it through the regular season there's going to be games where Kamara is going to have those you know receptions for 30 yard touchdown and immediately that week you're going to have good oh, points yeah. you're going to have the floor with Kamara as well you're going to have pretty much a floor with Drew Brees but you're going to have spike weeks and I know we talked about like the likes of Minshew and Chark but you know Minshew could 
go into the season and after four weeks it could be like well this guy is you know not a starting quarterback in the nfl and he's not gonna be starting in fantasy um i i like drew lock but it could be similar you know we have a situation with a rookie uh and joe burrow you know could you know sometimes these rookie seasons at the start can be pretty much a train wreck they haven't had much training camp baker mayfield last year wasn't great so there's a lot of things you know bridgewater was somebody you could wait very very late for but you know i think he's probably capped at four thousand passing yards so you're not going to get that so i think with breeze um we have something the, the one quarterback i would have went for there um and we just ran out of time but who i would have been like i think matt ryan probably yeah. is going to be a top five and and passing yards again this season and he has julio and calvin ridley and as you see in this draft they've gone mid second and late third for both wide receivers we're expecting him to be able to have both of those guys go over a thousand yards and you know approach double digit touchdown so I, he's one that i think like at this point of the draft he should be gone um you know I'm yeah if we had a little more time i, I would have made the same case for ryan and and also just that i think there's a few other quarterbacks that are in this tier that probably could have been back around to us um josh allen being one that kind of plays into you know part of the zach moss idea is that um he has a pretty good receiving profile and singletary wasn't a great receiver so you could have some of that upside as well potentially but yeah um, i I do think i i know i think it was on the ship chasing uh podcast you mentioned ben that you know, uh, I think you said about stacking quarterbacks and wide receivers and season long isn't something that you're all in on yet. But like, I thought that Peter made a great point in terms of like, if you get to the playoffs, it's pretty much like three DFS weeks. And I think like, if you're looking at a construction at that point, like having that like double up, you know, in the correlation is very important. So it could be something like that doesn't work out. But I think just with with most running backs, I wouldn't be going that way. But with Kamara and Breeze, I think it, it well, I hope it'll work out. The other player that I didn't mention at that point, I, I thought we would be waiting another round. I was thinking about the next two picks. Uh, I like uh, Chris Herndon, uh, a tight end, uh, but he's gone two picks later. So I think that's a bit rich for him there. We see John o. Smith going, Blake Jarwin going. So there's quite a few tight ends have gone off the board. Uh, five in fact over the last two rounds but i think it's just a little bit too early for those guys to be getting pressed and action there i know rager was somebody you had mentioned as well ben he went at the back end of that 10th round um was he somebody that obviously we probably weren't going to look at based on the the six wide receivers taken but let's say we had missed out on kirk would he be somebody you would have looked to take there yeah or you know i was just thinking in my head now that we have this if we had taken you know murray instead of landry we were talking about that a little bit that probably rager would have been uh in consideration at that turn now we wouldn't have been able to take him where we took breeze and there's no certainty that carry on would have swung back around but um that was just yeah that was something i was thinking about in my head as well but i no, i agree with your point about the stacking absolutely and especially with such a top heavy format um and and I think you guys made a good point about the weekly floor. Like, okay, so if Kamara takes some more rushing touchdowns, like I said, that's good for our team. If Bree still throws a lot of touchdowns, that's good for our team. The Saints offense is one very much that we think will be high-powered and score points. And like Sean said, if it opens up even more with some new talent and scores a lot of points, this combination of Breeze and Kamara as our quarterback and our RB1, every week we're going to get a lot of the touchdowns for the Saints and potentially sometimes stack them together like we were talking about. Um, and so there's upside and there's floor. And and so I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm very, I'm very content with where we're at. Because I think, like, I think you're probably going to have those weeks where the Saints score four to five touchdowns, and Kamara gets one as a, rece- a reception, one as rushing, and then that means that Breeze is thrown for three touchdowns as well. You know, on a four touchdown week, so you know, it could it could become very profitable that way. 
Yep. Sean, is do you look at Heinz at the 12, 13 turn, 13 turn, or are you thinking maybe we even wait till 14, 15? I'm interested in Heinz. And then DeAndre the Washington is the other. I mean, because we have three right. backs. We, we probably want to consider another back, right? There would be two options. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe one more. You want to uh, look at Eric Ebron. I, I know Sean's eye and Eric Ebron on this list. Well, I was going to ask. I mean, Ben, in our draft the other day, we got George Kittle. And so we stayed. We were hoping that Hawkinson would fall to us. Didn't quite do that. Would have been would, at what would have been a crazy value. With Andrews here, we have that same sort of option of saving a roster spot, you know, then addressing it later in, in free agency. You know, as people emerge, we won't avoid those values and, and get a little bit of protection. Can we just go with Andrews here? Where would we look at Irv Smith, a guy that I think he a lot of just went. He's he just my went. next best tight end, only one I had above Ebron, and I would have mentioned, and he just went. Yeah, I would have liked Irv Smith there <laughs> to answer your question. But so, yeah, at this point, after Irv, I have Ebron, Ian Thomas, and then I'm into the dregs. Um, yeah. Like, I'm probably, like waiting to, I'm probably waiting to, I'm probably waiting to, I'm probably waiting to Tyler Eifert at that point. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a long, a long road home. I'm kind of, if I'm looking at tight end, it would be Ebron, probably maybe waiting all the way to Everett. And after that, I would be waiting to Eifert in terms of who I would be targeting that's left at the tight end position. So I think unless we go, Somebody like Ebron, Sean, we're probably going to wait. I mean, we can always like take Logan team. Thomas late. I, I, I know. Mm. <laughs> Very late. We can take him in week three or week four. I think. Yeah. <laughs> we can take him that late. Um, <laughs> but DeAndre Washington is also hanging around here, and we were strongly yeah. considering him there. So I think the way I'm looking at this, it's Washington, it's Ebron, it's Hines as kind of our top options. What are you thinking, Sean? Well, Vaughn is still available, and I know that Oh, Vaughn, yeah. Um, There are some more negative blurbs on him and talking about using him as a kick returner. I guess this is the kind of fall that has really benefited me in the past. Now, in any of these individual shots, I don't expect it to necessarily benefit in in any given year, but you want to have exposure to those guys. I don't think the LaShawn McCoy has any relevance whatsoever. I mean, no. The, the Chiefs tried to play him last year when they were desperate and they had to bench him because he was flagrantly losing them games. He was so awful. Uh, if Vaughn is able to kind of get things together, even by, you know, yeah, week two, week three, then, you know, suddenly you're looking at someone who I think is an interesting player. I think I'd probably prefer to go DeAndre Washington here first, you know, as we wrap back around it around 13, then you're starting to stare at it as a, a pretty enticing value. Pine's uh, someone I, I like and, and, you know, certainly wouldn't, opposed for this team he's another guy that i have on virtually every roster and so i if i miss him once maybe it doesn't yeah and i have a lot of him too i, I like the washington and let's hope to get vaughn next i i that's yeah, I how I the, upside, the upside if uh if anything happens to edward Zelaire for washington is huge so i think that's the way to go you undo it yep and there's two both these teams have two tight ends so then we can get back to that we're getting really into the dark part of the tight ends Hmm. Um, if Vaughn I, goes, Sean, are, it, you, you want to wait later for a guy like Ebron probably in the 13th round? Yeah, I don't think there's any need to take him with Andrews at this point. He okay. probably won't make it based on, on the trends I've been seeing. But, you know, once we get into this range, I, I think we are, are willing to hold, see hold. And where we might get some great values. Sure. And uh, the other the other player I'm just going to throw in there, I don't know what the, the thoughts are overall, is... Uh, Duke Johnson, any any interest in Duke Johnson at this point? Feel free to say no. 
I haven't ranked higher than Vaughn right now. <laughs> so my, my next best running backs right at this moment are Hines, Duke, and Vaughn. So but, what I have on the, the list at the moment is the three the of those guys, but I, I'm in particular order. I could be could be swayed. Um, I think I would have it Hines, Johnson, then Vaughn, but I'm, I'm open to movement. I think um, Sean made a really strong point, and Vaughn pretty clearly has the most sort of three-down upside. I don't think Hines ever is going to have that, and I don't know that for whatever reason Duke Johnson is ever going to get that opportunity, but Vaughn could – feasibly find his way in that scenario if something were to happen to ronald jones what what have you and with this build that's that's what i want to be seeking so even though i have him ranked separately vaughn for me would be the the guy that i would want to take for this build right now yeah the, oh, way, the way things are developing i think that's good go ahead Sean. Duke as a as a target and my concern with them is that you know carlos hyde is also a terrible back i mean one of the, one of the <laughs> I mean, he, he's legitimately like the worst guy you can run out there in, in terms of a lot of touches in the NFL. And uh, the only player below him on the clock. in terms of running back efficiency for the last five years is Frank Gore. They used him a ton instead of Duke Johnson. At the same time, you know, Ben and I had the David Johnson experience last year. He <laughs> running around the piano back. Not a huge reason to believe that that is going to change. And also, I think, some injury issues. And so maybe even though the Texans clearly don't like Duke Johnson for whatever reason, nor did his previous team. There is some upside here in an offense that is going to be throwing the ball around a lot. If Duke Johnson is out there with them, you know, that's perhaps pretty enticing. Yeah. So I, I well, I think the, I think the consensus pick here is Vaughn. And then maybe we'll talk about Duke Johnson after that, because we have 23 seconds. Are we going Vaughn here? Yeah. That sounds good. I like it. And so we'll leave it there as we, draft true pick 13 at this point we're starting to pick up some running backs we've got carry on johnson then we have drew Brees, then we have deandre washington then Keyshawn vaughn so starting to round out our zero rb core here our modified zero rb core um after alvin kamara early in that draft and sean mentioned there about david johnson running around with piano on his back last season let's hope that's not the situation for our man alvin uh, at the top of the board in 2020 I really like how the team's starting to take shape. If you're following along on the draft board, you'll see how things finish out. I'll give a little teaser for the people not following along on the draft board in the show notes. Next pick up here in 14 is one that uh, all three of us are going to enjoy drafting uh, and hopefully the listeners, uh, because people on Twitter have been very positive about at least about one pick. A lot of people are given a little bit of grief based on the the modified zero RB approach. You know, people like to see those running backs in those first three, four rounds if you're listeners of the show you'll know that's not usually us uh, so the the way the podcast is uh, going here we're true f- three episodes off the draft series um, as we get ready to run through the rest the next part is going to be from where we just dropped off all the way through the final pick of round 20 and then the last but not least is going to be that glorious recap as we run through the full team talking hindsight about what we might have changed where we might have differed who other teams we like who we're concerned about things like that so that one's gonna be a fun one once it comes out as i mentioned earlier in the show you can get yourself that 10 percent discount as a loyal podcast listener don't miss out you can get more information on that at rotavis.com forward slash podcast as always drop us a written interview on your favorite podcast app helps us out a lot i'm the host of today's show my name is colin kelly you can follow me on overtime ireland on twitter sean siegel and his great work always up on rotavis.com my loyal co-host here on the podcast one 
person that I'm lucky to get to talk to a couple of times every week to pick his brain in terms of fantasy football and a strategy and what we should be doing. So hopefully you're enjoying listening along to the draft and the guest in the draft series here is Mr. Ben Gretsch of CBS. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Yards Per Gretsch. Lots of great advices you'll have heard when he's talking as we're going through those picks. Nothing less than I would expect from Ben, one of the best in the business. So until we're back with the fourth edition of the series, do give it a, a retweet, give it a share, keep spreading the word of the show. We do thank you for that. And thank you very much for tuning in and listening to this edition. We'll be back with the fourth one coming very shortly to your podcast feed. Make sure you're subscribed. And until then, have a good one. Thank you for listening to Overtime and Rotoviz Radio. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz with a discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. Did somebody say playoffs? NBA and NHL are playing for the gold and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Get in on all the action including the NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into the fall and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures and props. So take advantage of the return of sports and remember the casino never closes. Go to betonline.ag and use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. Once again, that's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.